Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. I hope you all are doing well. Thankful for the chance to get to be with you guys this morning. I hope that in the next few moments you can be challenged and encouraged as we head into this new year. You know, for my family, uh, we have spent a lot of time in the evenings playing games together. Uh, we've been playing some board games like Sorry and some card games that we enjoy playing together. And it's been a lot of fun. Um, the other night, though, uh, we had a little controversy, as any good game would end with. Uh, it came down to my move. I had all of my little guys in the game of Sorry already at home, except for one. I rolled a 10. I moved my guy to home. I win the game. I crowned myself the winner, and Drayton and Janelle both said, No, 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 you cheated. You moved one too many space. And I adamantly disagree, even now. Unfortunately, there was no instant replay that we could run back to find out whether I had miscounted uh, or not. But they claimed one reality. I was claiming another. We were both seeing this situation from a different viewpoint. And our reactions to it was quite different. And, and the, the decisions that we made were different as well. Now, I... Uh, I, I relented. I did not repent because I hadn't done anything wrong, but I relented and gave my guy back uh, one spot. About five rolls later, Janelle is the victor. Now, if that doesn't scream controversy, I don't know what does. But we were both looking at that situation from two different viewpoints, from two different realities. I came across a quote the other day, I was watching a documentary called The Social Dilemma, and it basically, if you want to hate your cell phone and Facebook and all that mess, just watch this. In, in an hour and a half, you will be ready to like destroy all of it. But they were mentioning the show, uh, The Truman Show, and I'm not going to go back into that movie um, to give you the summary, but the statement was made <clears throat> from The Truman Show, and they were kind of applying it towards social media, that... People accept the reality with which they are presented. An easier way to say that is, people accept the reality that they're presented with. The reality that they see the most. Whatever they put in their mind or whatever is presented to them the most often, people begin to accept that reality. I think for us as God's people, this is an incredible challenge especially in today's world, because of so much technology, because the information is coming at us from all different angles, 24-7, um, we are being presented with one reality. And if we don't fight for focus, if we don't fight to really keep our mindset on the true reality of our existence, the true reality of this world, uh, then we will begin to make decisions then we will begin to walk by the reality that we're presented with the most. So, I hope this morning is very simple. But I think it will be challenging because we're living in this age. We're living in some weird times. 2020 was a weird year and 2021 may not be that much different. Um, but we are in control of the reality with which we choose to look at this world with. We uh, cannot continue on just like the people of this world, existing in that reality. 
the reality that you'd find on social media, that you'd find on the news in the evening, whatever it is that you do to stay up to date with current events, you're not going to find the true reality of this world there. But you're going to find it here. You're going to find it among God's people. When you're with other believers, when you're thinking about God's stuff, you know, there is many instances in Scripture where God's people went through hard times. If I had more time, we'd look back at the Old Testament in, in depth, and we'd see how the Israelites handled their hard times. They came out of slavery. They came away from Egypt. And over and over again, they complained to God. They spoke against God. They cried out at one point in Numbers chapter 11. They cried out, Wish we were back in Egypt. We got all the fish we wanted at no cost. And yet they were enslaved. So there was quite a cost to that fish. But they were so looking at things from the wrong perspective and wrong reality that they were wishing they had that fish and the cost of it was slavery. You know, that is not the pattern we want to follow, being complainers looking at what we don't have or what we used to have in a different moment. That's not what our life is about. But I want to look in Acts chapter 8, just a few verses about how the Christians here in this time handled a very difficult moment. Now, as you know, just a few chapters earlier in, in the book of Acts, these Christians were meeting every day together, thousands of them. And they were excited, and it was fun, and it, I mean, it seemed easy. They were together, gathering in the temple courts and praising God. And here, just a few, a few chapters, a few pages over, something totally different happens, and it blows up that existence that they had been enjoying. And it reminds me of this past year, where everything we were used to, a lot of the things that we enjoyed, just, it's, it's not that way anymore. Let's look at what these Christians did in that moment. And I hope that this morning we can draw from their example. As we look ahead into 2021, no matter what it holds, it doesn't matter what happens here on this earth because this is not the reality of which we're really living in. So in Acts chapter 8, right before this is the stoning of Stephen, the end of chapter 7. And Saul, who later became the apostle Paul, Saul is standing there. He is approving and holding the coats of the men who are actually throwing the rocks at Stephen. It says in chapter 8, On that day a great persecution broke out against the church in Jerusalem, and all except the apostles were scattered throughout Judea and Samaria. Godly men buried Stephen and mourned deeply for him. But Saul began to destroy the church. Going from house to house, he dragged off both men and women and put them in prison. And here's the key verse. Those who had been scattered preached the word wherever they went. Now, you talk about a change in reality just like that. I mean, my goodness. Uh, one moment the church is meeting together and enjoying these wonderful times. And in the next, persecution breaks out. Stephen is stoned, I mean brutally murdered. And the man who stood there and approved it all 
he starts going from house to house, dragging out anyone who is following the way, anyone who is a Christian, and throwing them in prison. And I can imagine that other things were happening to those people as well. It wasn't um, a good ordeal to be in, to be you know, waiting for that knock on your door, for, to waiting for maybe for your door to be knocked down, and for you and your family to be drug out and beaten and thrown in prison. But those Christians, they had to scatter immediately. They had to run away, run for their lives. But they didn't stop in that moment. They didn't cry out and complain. Instead, it says, wherever they went, the word was preached. Those who had been scattered preached the word. Amazing example. So for me, for you, here we sit at the end of 2020. The clock is going to strike midnight on the 31st, and it's going to turn to 2021. I've heard so many people say, and uh, I've probably said it before, I'm tired of 2020. Oh my goodness, I'm ready for this year to be over. Well, it's not going to change anything when it becomes January 1st. It's a new year, a different date uh, on the calendar, but the things that we're going through, they're all still going to be present, and that's the truth. So we as God's people have to know that and prepare for it and not, not ride the waves of emotion of what's happening here in this world, but keep focused on the true reality of our life. And what is that reality? What's the reality we are living in? Well, I know this, this body right here, man, I just turned 40. It is deteriorating rapidly already. You know, it is not the true reality of who I am. The true self that is eternal is, is within this temporary housing. That's the truth, and it's real. And because of Jesus, it will carry on into eternity, and I will have life forever. That's the reality we live with. You and me can't ride the emotions. We can't ride the waves, the circumstances of our lives. We need to have our eyes fixed on Jesus, the author, perfecter of our faith. And he has come before us and laid out a path for us to follow. But if we, you know, much like Peter when he got out of the boat, if we look off to the right or to the left, we start seeing all the wind and the waves, we start to sink because we're not fixing our eyes on Jesus and the truth of the reality that is life with him. This morning, when we finish breakfast, Janelle and the boys, when I'm gone to work every day, read a psalm. But since I'm at home today, I got to be a part of it. And the reading was Psalm chapter 84. And I just want to read it to you. And I want you to hear the focus, the reality that this person is living with. And consider your own walk. And how much would you sound like them, or how much would you sound like a complaining Israelite? Psalm 84. I'm going to read all 12 verses. How lovely is your dwelling place, Lord Almighty. My soul yearns, even faints, for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh cry out for the living God. Even the sparrow has found a home, and the swallow a nest for herself, where she may have her young, a place near your altar. Lord Almighty, my King and my God, blessed are those who dwell in your house. 
they are ever praising you. Blessed are those whose strength is in you, whose hearts are set on pilgrimage. As they pass through the valley of Baca, they make it a place of springs. The autumn rains also cover it with pools. They go from strength to strength till each appears before God in Zion. Hear my prayer, Lord God Almighty. Listen to me, God of Jacob. Look on our shield, O God. Look with favor on your anointed one. Better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of the wicked. For the Lord God is a sun and a shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing does he withhold from those who walk, whose walk is blameless. Lord Almighty, blessed is the one who trusts in you. I feel like this is our attitude. We yearn, we long to be with God. We cannot wait for his coming. We look forward to the moment when the trumpets sound and Jesus returns. And we see him, we see our King. But as long as we're here, as long as we are in this body, on this earth, and we long for him and we praise him, and we know that one day with him is better than all these days on earth, that one day in his courts, one day serving him in heaven, it's going to be amazing. Blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord. Let us be a people who don't ride the waves of emotion, who don't ride the waves of circumstances or whatever the latest news is. Let's not be a people that get wound up and speak out like a clanging cymbal without love. Let's be a people who have peace in God because we are seeking that from Him. I want to finish by reading in Philippians chapter 2. If you want to turn your Bible over there, Philippians chapter 2. So many good verses in Philippians. We'll just, just read a few. Philippians 2, verse 14, 15, and a little bit of 16. Do everything without grumbling or arguing. Some versions might say without complaining or arguing. So that you may become blameless and pure, children of God without fault in a warped and crooked generation. And then you will shine among them like stars in the sky as you hold firmly to the word of life. I don't know what 2021 has in store for us. I don't know what tomorrow even holds. But I can't worry about those things. I can't have my focus be on the circumstances of this world. I wanna challenge you, challenge myself. Let us not live based on what is happening day to day in this world. Let's not rise and fall with the next news cycle. Let us set our minds fully on the hope that we have in Jesus. Let's not complain. Let's not grumble. I want to shine like a star so that the world will see us and not say, wow, they are so great. But so they'll see us and say, wow, God is real. I want to know more about Him. And lastly, Hold firmly to this reality, because this is the true life. The promises of God will not fail or disappoint us. So let's live in view of them, because we are His children. 
We are his ambassadors to this world. He will return, and when he comes with those trumpets, we will know that is our king. And we love him, and he knows us. I love you, and I pray that you are doing all that you can to stay focused, to keep your eyes set on Jesus, to not move to the right or to the left, but to stay on the path that God has laid out. If you need prayers, if you need help, you can email the elders at elders at pinetreechurch.org and know that they'd love to talk with you or pray with you. As we enter this new year, let's have our mind set on the true reality of being God's children in this world. And let's look forward to his return as we eagerly await that wonderful moment. And in the meantime, we're not going to ride the waves up and down. We have our minds set on Jesus.